Welcome to the She Grows Podcast. Thank you for taking your precious, quiet time to listen today. I'm Danielle Doss, and I'm joined by the one and only Jen Matthews. We're so excited to officially begin season two, and we're excited to announce that we are going to be dropping weekly episodes starting now. So let's go and get to it. Season two. We're in season two. We're here. How exciting. Summer, sadly, is wrapping up. Yes. And... Here's what we should do. We should just keep the summer vibes going. Why wouldn't we? Yes. When's the official end of summer anyways? We got to still be there. Oh, gosh. I, really this through. is the one time that I'm like, nope, it's not on the calendar date. I so know. Whatever, <laughs> whenever summer officially turns to fall, I shall not try that's this. when I will submit that it's fall. <laughs> when the leaves hit my yard is when I say, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, whatever. But I love okay, summer. Fine. It's the one season that I just want to continue. Mm. And I will mourn and I'm in a season of mourning. So we're just going to turn this party around. And we're going to celebrate because August is birthday month for August she. August is birthday month. And we're so excited to celebrate that. The good news is, happy birthday to everyone, is that mm-hmm. we're moving the She podcast to a weekly podcast. I'm so excited about it. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we bit so... off a lot here. Uh, this I'm is so one of our favorite it, ways to be able just to walk out our faith with you guys. A lot of life happens on the daily. And so it's just so helpful to be able to keep these conversations going through yeah. all the things, you know, that we're walking through throughout yeah. the day. Yeah, there is no end. This is our last week before school starts. I don't know if your household mm-hmm. is this way. You're pro- I can't peg you to be like a bluey. <laughs> We've had TV a bluey fan. season, but I love bluey. Yeah, so I'm it's not just, up to date on bluey. But. Okay, so they've just come out with a different season. Okay, and I was watching it with Shepard and one of the little siblings. I know I should know Bluey <laughs> and Bingo. Bingo. Yes. Um, said, "Is when are we going to have a forever long weekend? Like one that just doesn't end. And I just resonated so much with that. <laughs> because I think of like, that's what summer is. It's yeah. like this forever long weekend. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, we know that when um, a summer hits, okay, me and Danielle are a little different. I adore what? summer. <laughs> what? Is this news to you? I adore summer, but I'm always ready. By the time I, we were just talking earlier that I'm like, get me back in the office. Mm. Get me back in the office. Because our life changes a lot because yeah, the course. kids are home from school. And that's not everybody's life. Uh, but I remember even when my life didn't change dramatically during summer because I didn't have kids. I worked retail, all the things. There's still this like... You just look out the window different and you just wish you were there. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the smell of sunscreen. Oh, yes. It's so heavenly. It's so heavenly. Let's find that in a candle and then we can return to the office. <laughs> I, I want summer to stay, but productivity to come back. That's fair. That's a good, I, I can appreciate that side of it because <laughs> it is a little bit more difficult. Yeah, you lose a lot of the regular routines and the rhythms we have in our normal, everyday, productive lives. And it can be kind of harder to stick to a routine. Ours is out the window. There's little things that, you know, we actually eat during the day and fall back asleep. Just not snacks. (laughs) So there's little ones we hang on to, but it's, it's just different. It's not a bad season. We enjoy this break and this rest, but it's just very different. And we're pretty, our, our house is pretty like boom, boom, boom. We all yeah get to business, I guess you could say. Far better with structure. Yes. I will yes. admit that full heartedly. Far better with structure. Far better with structure. It's just not what I naturally want to do. <laughs> 
the season we're walking into is that across the board, as fall comes, it seems like people kind of snap back to routines. Even at the church, yeah, it's true. people come back to church, people get back on the road, traffic's heavier. Like it's just everything kind of naturally picks up the habits that we dropped in the summer, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, mm. all the things that we kind of let be a little more lax in the summer. Just to have that rest time, it kind of comes back together in the fall. Yeah, we're here. We're turning a corner and, you know, we've got the list and the schedules. And so we just wanted to take a moment as we launch into season two of She Grows to talk about some of these rhythms that we should prioritize in our lives to help us reach all of our potential and still find rest that God wants for us. Mm -hmm. Hear me now, Danielle, future self when you're listening to this (laughs) Um, and to be fulfilled. We've titled this podcast slave to the rhythms yeah oh and uh it's funny because it, it has nothing to do with the michael jackson song <laughs> sing it a little bit no <laughs> it has nothing to do with it i even re-listened to it to see if i could pull some parallels i was like yeah no not at all <laughs> not at all not really. <laughs> but the reason we picked this name and i say we it was more me mm-hmm. danielle was like i had questions <laughs> i didn't even know it was a song <laughs> It just felt right. Because here's the thing. We are a slave to our rhythms. And I know the word slave feels more like, Ugh. Mm. but the truth is we all want something good for our lives, but it's not just going to fall into your lap. You are either creating the habits and priorities to see that come around, or you're constantly fighting opposition because you've set yourself up for the worst. Mm. So you've either got good rhythms, healthy rhythms in your life that set you up for success, and you're just going to go that way, or you don't have those in place, and you are a slave to those rhythms you live every day, because you're not going to find yourself in a productive, productive mode if you didn't set yourself up in that way. And there's this book I love. This is kind of where this comes from. But there's a book called Atomic Habits. If you haven't read it, it's, it's incredible. But James Clear has a quote in there that says, you won't rise to the level of your goals. You'll fall to the level of your systems. Mm. Right, and that's, good. yeah, it's such, it's so good. And that's, you know, you think of the word systems more in a business aspect, but systems in our life are those daily rhythms. It's mm-hmm. those daily routines that. It feels better whenever you say it like that. Though. Yeah. Yes. Because I mean, rhythm. really it is systems, but it's rhythms. That feels more like. There oh, are so yeah. many people that are listening to the podcast that are like systems. Structures. <laughs> and I think because that it is really. Me. <laughs> And then I'm like, let's go put on some sunscreen. Really <laughs> let's go put the <laughs> But we just, there's some things that can just be game changers going into this next season of our lives if we mm-hmm. are intentional mm-hmm. about them. That's good. And we get these rhythms into our heart and they really become a part of who we are. It's harder for them to be shaken off yeah, when something difficult happens or that's something exactly right. disrupts the normal, you know, because uh, summer... There's not a lot, you do drop a lot of those rhythms and routines in summer, and that's not always a bad thing. We were just talking about it. This is a time of rest and reset for your family. That's right. There's nothing, I think the reason why I love it is because it is a good pause to Mm -hmm. be able to have some good face-to-face time. Yes. And also there's not this you know 5 30 alarm that goes off exactly <laughs> and you, everybody and when i say full face to face like we're partying like we're staying up till midnight <laughs> one o'clock yeah but there are certain structures that are so beneficial that even in the summertime you're not just going to drop yes because it's healthy and those are the ones that break our hearts when we see them 
fall off yeah. for people. And so that's what hopefully what we would love to see this year is for some of these really intrinsic rhythms to be so deep inside of you Mm -hmm. that maybe they have a new time of day or maybe they look a little differently, but they're ones you keep even through this summer, even when something hard comes against you. And I love this scripture. I've held on to it since the flipping quarantine season of 2020 because it was all the motivation. What was that about? Ew, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) But this scripture in Luke from when Jesus was about to be crucified, and we know he was stressed about it mm. because he prayed, like, if you'll just take this cup from me, if there's any other way. But he was so submitted to the Father's will. So uh, point is, we knew he was about to be crucified. We knew he was stressed about it. But instead of being shaken, the Bible says in Luke twenty two thirty nine, 39, it says he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, mm-hmm. and his disciples followed him. It was for a time of prayer. And the other translations say, as was his habit, as he so often did, and as usual. I just love and I get so much encouragement from knowing that it was just so part of Jesus mm-hmm. to go pray mm-hmm. that when things were unusual, that was a rhythm he kept in his life. Because it's just that. what I always do. Yeah. It's just what I always do. That happened to have been at nighttime, I'm pretty sure. So it's not like it was one of his wake up early in the morning days, sure. but it was still a rhythm of his life. Right. And it just continued. I love that. Yeah, when something is so much a part of who you are on purpose, it does hold a much different weight than something that we tell ourselves that we're just trying to do, right? So if it's something that we want to do, I think it's important that we shift our mindset as we move into the season, as we go and we shift and we say, this is who we are. It's Mm -hmm. an intentional living life on purpose. So there's a few different rhythms. Let's talk about the rhythm of first. Have you noticed the (laughs) difference in energy? that you give to something first thing and last thing of your day. If we're not careful, we all get to work, we do it, we give everything to our family and our (laughs) friends, and then the energy that we have left specifically to the Lord, it just falls flat because we're wiped. Yeah. Yeah. God, once again, I'm too tired. I'm so sorry. Good night. It's awful. We're not going to give ourselves away and tell you which is which, but... (laughs) If you were to listen back to the podcast and compare one we recorded like today oh, sure. is during the daytime when we're fresh and when we recorded at the end of the day. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> you'd notice the difference. It's true. We're kind of talking circles more and things like that. It's fine. Sorry it's fine. That. We're great. But it's fresh today. <laughs> it's fresh today. So that's why I don't mind saying. <laughs> <laughs> but there is something special about those first. And in James 1.17, this is such a cool reminder for us. It just says that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. And we know that the things He brings, His presence brings joy and peace and confidence, healing, power, wisdom, all these great things. So what would the benefit maybe be if we started our day mm-hmm. with Him rather than hoping we still have some energy to muster up and squeeze some time in later? I mean, if we spend some time with him in the morning and then are able to walk with those qualities or those benefits of having been in his presence through the rest of the day, I feel like it could just change so much. Yeah. So what would it look like? We all know that it's important to spend time with the Lord. And I know that it can sound random if you're trying to just be close, but the easiest thing is genuinely just to start your day in scripture. Yes. Our pastor spoke this past Sunday. 
and he read a scripture. It's actually one of my very favorites, and I couldn't wait for <laughs> your, for Asher to get through because, you know, he's been reading through Proverbs. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, but did you get to Proverbs 3 yet? Let's talk about that. <laughs> but I had never heard this translation, and um, I just thought it was just, it's like the heartbeat, the why behind. And it says, um, in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all that you do, and he will show you which path to take. But this translation, the Living Bible translation says, In everything you do, put God first, and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. Boom. I'm signing up for that one. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. And here's why it resonates is because I've seen that happen. Yeah. It would be one thing. It's like, oh, that's encouragement. But whenever you live a life that is honoring the Lord, you're putting him first Mm -hmm. and you're spending time with your father in the morning, reading his scripture. And then you see that play out where he is crowning your efforts. Yeah. It's not to say that it's not an effort. There's decisions that have to be made. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. But the reward of that and trusting the Lord with all of your heart and not leaning into your own understanding. We're all guilty of that. Yeah. I'm like, yes, sign me up for that one. That's great. And starting starting your day in the Word does not sound like an easy thing. Specifically if you're Yeah. Specifically, if you're just new to it, the more you do it, I promise you, the more you'll crave it when you learn to read it, looking for God's character and not just trying to get through it and not reading it for what you can get. Because what's the beautiful thing about him crowning our efforts with success and in all the blessings that come with his promises, if the motive behind that is selfish gain, it's different anyway. It's not putting him first. And so you're going to be like, meh. Well, why didn't it come through? <laughs> like, check your heart says. I've read the Bible today, and I literally got nothing from it. That yes. is, that can be such an easy. But you said it earlier, it's like looking for who he is. Yeah, it's a different way to read it. When you start any of this stuff, it's just a discipline. Yeah, oh, you've got yeah. to just start yeah. down the road, and it's a discipline first. Mm-hmm. And the Bible is that way. But the more you read it, it reveals God's heart and mm-hmm. it reveals his character. And the important part of that is that the more you know someone, the more you know who they really are and that's what right. their heart is after, the more you can trust them. And that's when you start really falling in love with somebody. The easiest way to get this started in the morning to really be able to read the word in the correct way is worship. Mm. It's There's something about it that just will open my spirit up. It'll kind of get me my thoughts directed off of myself and off yeah. of what's next and yeah. off of the fact that I'm tired or whatever. It'll just kind of change my atmosphere. And then I read and I'm a lot more open to That's see beautiful. God in the scripture That's instead beautiful. of see me. I love um, the practicality of how that would look in the morning time. And I save a f- five o'clock because that <laughs> should be my five o'clock <laughs> rhythm and routine. Yeah. Typically, I'll stretch it to <laughs> like 530, <laughs> maybe a little bit closer. No, but genuinely, I know that it's easy to for it to feel like it's a duty And then a discipline. But I can promise you it is so much more of a delight when you are pushing through. Yeah. And you don't have to sit there. I don't know about you guys, but my brain's not firing on all cylinders first thing in the morning. (laughs) And so I lean heavily into um, the Bible app because they have a rhythm and a routine already set up for you Mm -hmm. that you could go through with some prayer and meditation. You can actually plug in your own prayer list 
Mm-hmm. And let's say somebody says something to you and instead of just saying, hey, I'm praying for you. No, like you really you're praying for them. Yeah. And <laughs> imagine um, that. And, so, <laughs> no. and how cool is it to say two weeks down the road? Hey, I prayed for you. What's the update on dot, dot, dot? Yeah. It's my very favorite to hear from my friends that are yeah. like, hey, so and so you popped up on my prayer list today. How's yeah. that going? <laughs> come on come on and then you're spending time in, in scripture and like you said like it's just just it becomes a delight because it's your father's voice and what he has for you to read that day it's so good well and what's cool about it is the more you learn him f- through his scriptures the more easily you just get into conversation with him mm-hmm. and that's prayer i mean it just leads into the next once you learn who it is you're talking to and you can trust his heart Mm -hmm. you learn to just go to him with the first of everything we're told to set aside our first of everything Mm -hmm. to me that's our time that's our attention that's our affections but then we're also told that that's our income that's right tithing and to me i love that it's such a tangible thing because the scripture tells us it's just to teach us to depend on God. We set aside the first of our year with mm-hmm. 21 days of prayer and fasting every year, just as a church, as a community. And we look for God to really set the tone for our year during that time as we give him our first of the new year. Um, the next rhythm that we think is really important we're going to get into is the rhythm of reset. Yes. <laughs> this is a good one. Who doesn't love a reset? Yes. My ADD brain. <laughs> I thrive off of resets <laughs> because it's like, I don't know, I would probably rearrange my house 400 times because it's a reset. Yeah. Or maybe if you're in a heated discussion and you're like, hey, we're going to reset this. I, there's so much fruit that comes from it. Yeah. Um, one day will always lead into the next day. But just as we see a new year at the beginning, it's a giant reset. And so here we are going into the fall with this reset. And resetting is a beautiful thing. We're human and we'll never know all the things to do just right. We'll forever miss the mark, which just irritates the fire out of me. Mm-hmm. We'll have regret because it's just we're human. Mm-hmm. But knowing that God's mercies are new every single morning brings such a freedom to yeah. me. Not as permission to live in, you know, just my natural flesh tendencies, but it's more about trusting him and forgiving me. But as the empowerment comes from our father to just keep getting better because he loves us and he is there with us throughout the process. Yeah. So even if you don't approach it with purpose, we still can go to bed each night knowing that we have the next day ahead. What a gift. We're uh, mentally preparing for whether it's like just setting ourselves up for success or not. Actually, our pastor said something. And Jim, we talked about this because it was like a brand new revelation. And it should not be. But <laughs> <laughs> Information we know, but like just said such but a way. <laughs> hearing him say it. So the the day, like the biblical day, I'm, I don't want to mess it up and how I'm saying, but basically it's our nights are the beginning of the day. So with that thought process in mind, preparing for your next day, mm-hmm. the night before. Yeah. What a revelation. <laughs> I think that it's literally everywhere to do that and prepare. But there's something about if we're genuinely giving God our first and mm-hmm. our it starts that night because it's the beginning of a new day. Mm-hmm. I know that that doesn't make sense in Western culturalization, but if you're putting I that, like that word, <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> just <Cool>. kidding. <laughs> um, but it really does. It helps with that mental set of okay, yeah. like we're gonna we're gonna prepare for our 
next, our very next day. Meaning we're not waking up at five o'clock thinking about the day, the things that are, no, that's already taken place the night before. Yeah. And full prep, getting your clothes ready. Yeah. Just for the, the next thing. day, just such small tweaks. What are you going to eat tomorrow? What are you going to, yeah. yeah. What's your game plan? Mm-hmm. I do it through the week. Mm-hmm. I, I will game plan all day at the beginning of the week for the rest of my week. But I've never considered the actual part of preparing the night before. Yeah. I've actually heard it, but I didn't hear like the heard it heart. Like, yeah. I heard it different. <laughs> so I did like, too. Yes. That's how we do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because like I naturally do this because like the beginning of a week, I'm going to do all my grocery shopping. We'll meal prep mm. if that's what we're going to do. What You kind of decide certain things then. The, but like doing it with intention is different yeah like realizing okay but let's also make our to-do list let's also get our clothes out or all the little things that when you wake up to give god your first time that next morning Mm -hmm. that would be running through our brains and distracting us from that time Mm -hmm. but when you know that all i got to do is go upstairs and throw my clothes on and i'm good because i prepared your mindset's already there yeah yeah you can relax another great way and this is where um i have seen something become a duty a discipline and later delight. And that is just being able to come together corporately yeah. on Sundays. It is that reset for your week. And Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not good, not neglecting to meet together as it is a habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day drawing near, like what a gift it is to have that reset yeah. So I know I know it sounds so churchy because we have entered into the delight yeah. of church. And so hear me, if you are in a place of duty and discipline, continue in the duty and discipline. Yeah. If your church doors are open, be there. Be with your community. They are doing ex- exactly what scripture says, stirring up one another to love and to do, do good works. Yeah. And not de- neglecting to be there together. Yeah. I, my heart breaks when people defend their idea of not needing to gather not needing to be a part of church and i can do church at home i can love jesus at home i'm like "Mm." it's not that you can't love jesus at home but we are called to gather so it is a duty and we have to make it a discipline to show up when you don't want to but gosh the delight on the the other side like for me i just it's it's a really big deal to walk into a room full of believers and realize i'm not alone yeah oh my gosh everybody in this room is fighting for the same thing we all have problems we're all on a journey and we're all looking to god that's right and it's just so there is so much to be said for being stirred by your community and i'm telling you i know that it's easy for us to say because we get to sit in beautiful seats and get to see all of that take place. Mm-hmm. But there are so many churches around, life-giving churches mm-hmm. that want to partner with you. And I mean, do life together. Yeah. Like you're praying for one another. You're you're looking for someone to say, hey, let me follow up on what we talked about. Yeah. Because you've been doing life with that community. Yeah. And that is a my favorite way to reset yeah. the week. Yeah. Pastor, when we say our pastor, <laughs> we feel like everybody's got to have accountability. And he is our like he is our pastor yeah as pastors he is our pastor pastor frankie powell pastor frankie powell yes i i loved the way he situated our minds talking about resetting yeah. and resetting our day by preparing the night before but letting sunday be the beginning of our week That's instead so of just the leftover time of the weekend you know mm-hmm. you, you're, people will make decisions on whether or not to gather because i'm not done doing this for my weekend but 
why why don't we mentally shift to Sunday being that reset for our coming week? And then that. same thing as the beginning of your day. You're then taking that presence and walking all the way through your week with it. And I just think it's so beautiful. There's another rhythm. <laughs> your favorite it rhythm. <laughs> Anybody got a guess? <laughs> We're going to talk about the rhythm of rest. Resting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we were made for rest. We were built for rest. I just love hearing you say it. <laughs> I know. This was a hard lesson for me. But God modeled rest himself. And so often we get busy and have nothing to show for it. And you Mm. feel like you do, but you're just busy to be busy. I love being busy. What's the thing that just is so cringy Mm -hmm. when someone, if you ask, hey, what are you doing? And they just say, oh, I'm just so busy. I'm like, okay. okay. Everybody's busy, y'all. Everybody. That's everybody. What are you actually doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because busy does not mean things are getting done. No. No. Often when I was pre really learning this lesson of rest, I would be busy and still ignoring the most important things to do. I would Mm -hmm. still not finish the things that should have been finished first, not having the conversations that should have been done first, not doing schedules or something, all the things that should have been done first, I will still have not done because I was so busy. And it's like, yeah, but if the important things aren't done, what did you do? I didn't know. I painted a wall. I hung some, like, (laughs) yeah. I feel like I did a lot, but looking at my sheet of paper it does not look like I've come I've knocked off a whole lot of stuff yes That's so disappointing I hate those days I know and I've learned over the years that busy in itself means literally nothing mm-hmm. I have learned to get more done and have more rest now by just realizing what it is I actually need to do yeah what am I actually called to do what is actually important in my day because God has commanded us to rest he has told us to rest So if I ignore that and just stay busy, what's the point? What are you doing? And honestly, when I'm busy doing all the things instead of just what I'm called to do or just what makes sense for an actual literal day or week or month, that's where burnout comes in. You just work yourself to death and then you're over it. Mm -hmm. And that's just not what we are built to do. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting to me because, well, one, our Sabbath does look a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and and when I say Sabbath, that means it's a day of rest. Mm-hmm. I encourage friends that serve on Sundays, like let Saturday be your day of rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fortunate to be able to have our Mondays as a day of rest. Yeah. And um, what that Sunday's mean- a work day for us. <laughs> That's so right. We yeah. Can't call that. And, Sabbath, like. and mentally prepped for it to be a full on work day. And we love that. But it is nice to know that we are able to have a Sabbath. And yeah. it's important because you're feeding your soul, you're re energizing your body. If the Lord could do everything in six days, mm-hmm. and still have time and say, it's important to focus on that rest, mm-hmm. then who are we to say? Yeah, that model's not going to work for me. Because you know good and well, God didn't need the rest. He was simply modeling for us. That's right. This is what you need. It's like the most overlooked commandment. I mean, we've all got, like, we're not going to steal, we're not going to kill, all that sort of stuff. (laughs) I won't murder you. But (laughs) But I'm going to continue on. And listen, I'm going to read it because I think it's just, it's so easy to overlook and say, okay, keep the Sabbath holy. But this is what it really says. It says, remember to observe the Sabbath day and keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. I know all the kids are like, woohoo, finally, see, listen, it's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says, this includes you, your sons and your daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For six days, the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. 
but on the seventh day he rested. This is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he set it apart as holy. It's a holy day. And we're talking about the God of the universe. He created the heavens and the earth. And y'all, we are not creating nothing in comparison. (laughs) Yeah. Surely we can take a moment and and have a day and keep it holy for the Lord. It's a game changer to realize that it's a commandment and then to force to me. Okay, this is funny because to me, this was my duty into my discipline. Yeah. And now it's a delight. Yeah. Uh, Because it took me a while to enjoy rest. Sure. And, and everybody rests differently. I sure. think that's important too. Yes. It's a little friction in our household beginning with it because Brandon's rest looks completely different than my rest. Right. Everyone's yeah. rest is not sitting on the couch. No, that's right. And that's fine. So it's good, but it's going to bring you life. It's going to re-energize you. It's going to feed your soul mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But God has called, there's so many scriptures that they're endless. I've got a few here that I think are cool to look at, but God has just called for rest in our lives. He lets us lay down in rest, sleep in rest in peace. He gives rest for our souls. But this one, I'm going to read Matthew 11, 28 through 30. It just says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I mm-hmm. will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he says, come to me. I'm where yeah. you find rest. I yeah. know I, it is not my intentions for you to strive and strive and strive throughout your life yeah (laughs) these are three humongous categories but if we'll look at the rhythms of first if we'll look at the rhythms of reset in our life and the rhythm of rest Mm -hmm. the important thing is to just keep our eyes on the big picture sacrificing some sleep sacrificing some attention from ourselves to the lord yeah it's a small price to pay for right now when you know the end result knowing that these sacrifices now turn into delight and we don't mean in the far distant future. No. I mean, if you make this a habit now, before Christmas, you will be like craving this Aww. time with the Lord yeah. and you will not want to see it pass. When we live close to the Father, that is a life that's covered in his blessings. We walk in the promises of children loved by a very generous and capable father. But the step one of any of this, keeping these rhythms or keeping mm. any of this is Keeping him first. Yeah. We've got to just keep the Lord first in everything we do. I've loved in our Bible reading this year. Yeah. It's just such a clear, clear line between the kings and the people who sought God first and the mm-hmm. people who didn't. Mm-hmm. God's favor was all over the people mm-hmm. who sought him first, down to a king who was like given a prophecy he was going to die. And he was like, but God, I've always sought you first. He's like, okay, fine. Have 15 more years. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Crowned efforts with success. Exactly. It's there. There's no end to it's it. It's so yep. cool. It's so cool. Yep. I know that um, it is, it's different whenever you're going to begin to see benefits of having all of these different rhythms in your life. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so important, but it like, just like you said, it's because you're putting God first. Yeah. And what I love so much is a reminder that the gospel is good news. It literally means good news. Mm -hmm. And so these are Jesus's words, according to the gospel of Luke. It's uh, uh, he's saying, he says, any of you are uh, want to be my father, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily and follow me. And if you try to hang on to your life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you'll save it. And sitting through the duty and the discipline and seeing the delight 
Yeah. I'm here to tell you that is good news. That is good news. Yeah. What we'd like to do today is pray over you before yeah. we sign off today, because as we're launching into this brand new first, season of the podcast, first episode, first episode, season two. yes, and then going into this new season, where we're all going to be picking up our routines again and getting back to back to life as usual this fall. We just want to pray over you before we go today yeah. that we would be able to just keep our minds and our hearts set on him. God, we love you so much. I thank you for putting a desire in each of our hearts to follow you, to find more of you, to discover who you are. And so, God, I pray over every woman and the sneaky men under my voice right now, God, that you would just reveal yourself in a brand new way to each of us, God, that as we read your word, it would come alive and we would see your character and who you are. As we pray, we would feel close to you. As we walk through all these rhythms of life, Lord, that that it would become, as Jesus did, the, the, the usual thing for us, the habit that we do so nothing can shake those rhythms that keep us close to you. God, I thank you so much for having your hand on us. We pray that you would just continue to change all of us to be more and more like you. In your name we pray, amen. We love having you a part of our She community and love hearing from you. If you haven't already, subscribe to the She Grows podcast so it's automatically in your queue every Thursday. Until next time, keep growing.